Hello, my name's Sarita and I'm speaking to you today from Solhenge and I'm here to help you understand the truth about who you are. Now, one of the truths about who you are is that you have an ego. We all have an ego. And what I wanted to talk to you about today was what is the ego and how do you work with the ego in order to expand and elevate your consciousness? And the reason I wanted to talk to you about this is because I think that the ego is something that has been really quite massively misunderstood by a lot of people. And, you know, we hear this word ego, you know, you must, you know, get over your ego, that's your ego talking, ascend your ego. We hear this bandied about a lot. And, you know, what does it all mean? And it's taken me ages, years and years and years, in fact, to work out what the ego actually is and what its role is in our evolution. And I really feel that now I'm beginning to get to grips with it, which is why I wanted to share my understanding with you. So let's begin at the beginning and discuss what is the ego. So the ego um, is a few things. Most people that believe that the ego is your personality, okay? It's the thing that makes you very individual. And the ego, when, you know, most people, when they talk about the ego, they go, oh, you know, that person's got a massive ego. And they're saying, you know, that person's being arrogant and things like that. But actually, so it is actually true. The ego is your personality. It's the thing that gives you your individual characteristics. And that's actually a really good thing because, you know, we're all different on this earth and we're all individual. And if you're going to become an enlightened, you know, being, you need to love yourself enough to embrace who you are as an individual. And so the ego will always tell you that you're an individual, which is a truth, but it's a truth based in a lie. Because whilst you are an individual, you are, maybe a lie is a bit of a strong word, but basically whilst you are an individual, you're also part of all that is. Because you are a piece, you're an individual piece, a fractal of source consciousness, of oneness of all that is. You're a piece of God. And in that, you are inherently, intrinsically, always in interconnected with all that is. So your ego thinks that you're just an individual and it's sort of right, but sort of not. So that's one facet of what the ego is. And then the other facet of what the ego is, is that the ego is a mechanism which is rooted in survival mode. So basically its job is to keep you alive at all costs, okay? So, and as I've said in other videos, your ego is the thing that makes you look both ways before you cross the road. And it's really important to have this mechanism in our lives. Otherwise, you know, we'd probably die quite young. So, it, it's a survival mechanism, but the whole thing with the ego and the thing to be aware of is that if you're a survival mechanism, your thinking is rooted in fear. Your thinking is danger, there's danger everywhere, look out for all the dangers. And this type of thinking just loathes anything which is new. So basically it loathes present moment creative expression. It loathes 
change. And so every time you, you know, as a human being want to change something or you meditate and you want to go and explore, you know, the source field or something, anything that involves change, your ego goes on to red alert, red alert. And it starts to say things to you like, don't do that. Um, nobody likes you. You're going to have a horrible time if you go over there. If you do that, everything's going to go wrong because it's just rooted in familiarity because familiarity is safe and it's trying to keep you alive. So it's really well worth noticing thoughts that you have that are rooted in separation, so fear, anger, hate, any of those kind of emotions are coming from your egoic mind. Now, I hear you say, why do we have this ego? Why do, why do we have it? And this is the most important thing that you need to know about the ego and that I've only really just understood and that is massively important. Your ego is the anchor which allows you to stay in this dimension, in third dimensional reality. And it's also the anchor that allows you to stay rooted in fourth and fifth dimensional reality. It's the anchor that allows you to stay and have an embodied experience, a matter-based experience in your body. And so what happens is when you choose to incarnate into this dimension to play the game of evolution, what was given to you and what you chose to have was the anchor mechanism. Because the thing is, is that you needed the anchor mechanism, which makes you forget where you've come from and it holds you in this dimension almost like like an anchor you know like gravity because if you incarnated and you remembered who you were which is love or and you know oneness with everything then all you would want to do is be your natural state of being so you would just try anything to just go back to where you came from because you know, being love and all oneness is absolutely amazing. It's not our natural state of being to feel separate. So literally that anchor is in place through our free will so that we can have this experience on planet earth. And every night when we go to sleep, we reconnect with that oneness and that all that is. And that's why sleep is so nurturing and healing and nourishing for us. And the anchor of the ego is literally holding us, you know, to the bed so that we come back into our bodies. And so this is the second misconception that I really want to talk to you about the ego, because we hear a lot of you know, our spiritual teachers say to us, we need to transcend, we need to ascend our ego, overcome our ego, you know, let go of our ego. And I think that many people are misunderstanding this because it's not a matter of leaving your ego behind. Because if you left your ego behind, you would just go back up to source consciousness. We've chosen to incarnate in a matter-based embodied experience. So in order to have this experience and play the game of evolution, we need to incorporate the ego into the experience. And the reason we need to do that, the reason they've been saying ascend your ego is because for thousands of years, we have allowed the egoic mind 
to run the show. So basically, we've revered this sort of brain intelligence and we've considered that, you know, egoic intelligence and survival of the fittest and all of these mechanisms rooted in fear was the only way that we can think. And so what these masters, I think, are actually trying to say to us is that we need to master our minds not let the minds run the show. And that's what I think they mean by transcend the egoic experience. Because the ego is really handy. It's your survival tool and it's an analytical mind. It's great for problem solving. You know, we love it. We love thinking, you know, humans love thinking and solving puzzles. I mean, really, when you get down to it, humans love learning stuff. And we learn using our minds. It's one of our tools. It's one of the ways we learn, you know. So I think this is the massive misconception. We're not supposed to transcend and leave behind our ego. We're supposed to master our own egoic minds and incorporate the ego into our embodied experience. Because even when you begin to take on a higher frequency and move into the fourth, fifth, and even the bottom layers of the sixth dimension, you're taking your ego with you. So you're basically choosing to take your body with you. And so really, it's a matter of incorporating all of the facets of your being and letting another mind run the show. Now, what other mind is there that's going to run the show? Well, it's going to be your heart. And as I've said in other videos, your brain is made of neurites, but in your heart, there are more neurites than in your brain. It's a bigger brain than the one in your head. And so what happens is when you begin to live your life from heart-centered thinking, heart-centered awareness, what happens is you begin to master the old paradigms of the egoic mind and then you can just call upon the ego when you need to work out a problem or when you're in a dangerous you know scenario and you need all that adrenaline hit and everything you use it when you need to and the rest of the time you're working from your heart center and this is another reason why Tibetan heart meditation is the most powerful meditation in the universe. Because as you breathe through your heart center, which is what Tibetan heart meditation makes you do, your brain, your egoic mind, comes into perfect coherence with the heart mind and they begin to work as one. And when this happens, you know, your entire immune system boosts, all, you know, all the lights go on in your brain, everything starts working as it should. And obviously when you're working with your heart center, you're working, you're rooted, you're coming from the premise of love. But if you're living from your ego, you're working and coming from the premise of fear. And that's going to get you absolutely nowhere. So that is my take on how we need to work with our ego. I really think it's pointless to try and leave it behind. You know, we've really chosen to have an embodied experience and our brain, our egoic you know, mind is part of that experience. And if you're in your heart center, if you're living 
from heart-centered awareness, you're not going to ostracize anything. You're not going to banish your own ego. You're not going to banish any of the shadow parts of yourself, any of the bits of yourself that are considered wrong by society. You're going to love your ego. You're going to understand that you chose to have your ego so that it would help you in this incarnated experience. And so you're going to incorporate it into your life because heart-centered living is about fully incorporating all the facets of your being and loving them in the perfection of what they are. So there you go. That is what the ego is, I reckon. And so I wish you, you know, um, really interesting onward journey, just noticing your ego, you know, noticing when it flares up and then making a choice to master it with your heart mind and see where that takes you. Master it in a loving way, you know. It is a brain, it's part of your body. We don't want to banish any parts of our bodies because that is not the way to ascend in our awareness. So I hope that's been helpful to you. And um, if you like this video and you'd like to see more videos, then please just subscribe to my channel. Thank you very much for listening.